Hello and welcome back to That Is Effin' Weird. Today we are going to be covering a specific area of cryptids. Now these are the top 10 most mysterious cryptids of California. And the reason why we're going to be sticking with California uh, for this episode is because we have had a lot of listeners from California. So this is a little thank you plus a shout out to all you Californians I think that's the correct terminology uh, for, you know, listening, tuning in for the show. We really appreciate it. Uh, so what we're going to do right now is we're just going to kind of go over it, you know, and if you have some spare time in the audience, you want to go hunting for these creatures. I don't suggest doing it because uh, they're the most mysterious ones. So I don't know if they exist, but here, the, let me, let me break it down for you right now. Okay. For the, the actual term cryptid. Okay. So this is a, uh, this is, backpacker verse i believe what is it backpack backpacker verse.com all right so if you want to go and check this out yourself you feel more you can go ahead go do it but the term cryptid right refers to an animal or a plant that has not been acknowledged by the scientific community by but whose existence is suggested by reports of circumstantial evidence so what does that mean right in a nutshell what does that mean to uh to alex here it means that cryptids very well might be real and again if you're uh if you're tuning in uh if you see the video of this it is a million degrees where i'm at i'm wearing my macho man randy savage cut off sleeve right now um kind of you know getting my californian vibe because they wear cut off sleeves there right i don't know you guys tell me you, you tell me what you guys wear there uh, I'll, I'll I'll wear something like that uh, maybe on the next episode, right? If it's a if it's cut off tees, I'll keep it cut off tee. If it's a if it's tank tops, I'll wear it. If it's tube tops, that's even better. I I I could rock a tube top, but I digress. All right, so let's get into this uh, cryptid. Uh, so the first one we got is the Lone Pine Mountain Devil. I've never heard of this um, before. So let's uh, let's break it down. So the most commonly spotted near the small town whose name it bears, the Lone Pine Mountain Devil, is described as a furry bat-like creature. It is, reportedly, uh, it is reportedly slightly larger than a human with sharp claws and teeth. The Mountain Devil is thought to generally keep itself uh, keep to itself, but it is fiercely territorial. Unfortunately, it seems that the humans have been uh, in encroaching on its territory for over the last 150 years now. Settlers in the Great Gold Rush of 1849 first coined the name after finding a large number of coyote and bobcat carcasses uh throughout the desert in that area in 1870 1878 a missionary named father justice martinez wrote of a pack of the these creatures wiping out a wagon train sightings continue to this day and as recently as 2010 hmm a bat like creature ah, so it's not necessarily a uh because when i envisioned the uh just the term the mountain devil to me what comes to mind is just someone or i guess a creature that walks on its legs you know maybe kind of like the jersey devil looking thing because I, I believe the jersey devil uh is more dog-like walks on two legs the mountain devil of the lone pine area is more bat-like now does it walk on its legs? I don't know. There are no pictures that I'm looking at of right now, or they're just not loading. So 
but it, I, I guess I mean bats. Uh, for I, I was watching something on YouTube, right? And bats don't have very good leg strength, so I don't. I don't think this thing is walking around on its legs. So the claim that it, it wiped out a wagon trail where they flying a pack of these creatures. Now again, there are those uh, those bats that are huge, right? That are. Um, can grow you know to like a small child now if you listen if you listen to the first couple of episodes uh there are that we've covered giant creatures right and one of those uh i believe it was a um what was it i I can't remember off the top of my head but it was a winged creature of sorts that could pick up small children um so do i think this I, i don't know i might have to dig a little bit more into um these but i a, a pack of them and the last sighting was of 2010 now again at the end of the article well let's see at the top does it say when this article was published um doesn't say at the top when it was published it might say at the end of it um when the article was published so as of 2010 that's 13 years that the, no one has seen one of these creatures now again um possibly but I'm on lots of subreddits in, in creature things, and I haven't heard of any of a uh, Lone Pine uh, Mountain Devil being described there. So if you in California, if you've encountered one of these or you know of someone who has, hit us, hit us up. I would like to know a little bit more about this or drop it in the comments. All right, so we're going on to number nine right now. So these are the top ten again. Uh, number nine is the Ghost Deer. Interesting. The ghost deer is a true mystery. Well, obviously, it appears to be a large bull elk with huge antlers and has been occasionally been spotted by hunters and backpackers in the woods near Mount Eddy, California. The strange thing is, is elk are not native to Mount Eddy. In fact, it's extremely rare to see any there. Uh, the ghost deer gets its name from its uncanny ability to evade gunshots and is to disappear without a trace. Many hunters have reported shooting at the paranormal creature. Uh, Sure, their aim was true, only for the deer to simply keep running. It seems unlikely that there is any scientific explanation for a deer immune to bullets. Is it paranormal entity? Is it very, is it, is it luck? It's difficult to say. Now, for me, the ghost deer. So like this, this brings up again, I think I'd covered it in a past episode. I'm, I'm pretty sure is the, um, northern sturgeon right uh that thing is a monster right i'm pretty sure it's uh near alaska that it uh, where its home is but this thing is massive and you could easily i feel like um identify this or mistake it as nessie or like a huge water snake especially if you're not if if you're not you know if it's if you're a backpacker right or if you're you know on vacation you're you're on a hiking trail whatever and then you see this huge uh deer elk thing you you know you just don't know if it is native or not what i'm saying is like i think some things are easily mistaken for other other creatures um but there i i want to say there has been in the past um you know animals migrating right your people i think are finding that more animals are going to different areas than what they're normally used to. So ghost deer, do I believe it? I, I don't know. Really, really, I don't know. Cause I, there, there are, there's, there's people that get exotic pets too. Right. And 
when they get these exotic pets and they don't feel like, you know, taking care of them anymore, what do they do? They just release them into the wild, right? Is it possible that there are deer farms down in California? Because I know there there's some up north in the States. Um, so is it possible that, you know, maybe what if there's an elk farm or what if there's, you know, someone bought some elk, right? Um, released them to, into the wild because they didn't want to take care of them anymore. And then this is what people are seeing, especially like if that's the case where it's just like onesie twosies and it's not, you know, like an elk staying there, or whatever. I, I, maybe this is what they were seeing. It doesn't give the year, right? And it doesn't say when the last time one of these elk were spotted. So to me, I think this is just a mistaken identity. I don't think that this is a, um, I don't think this is a, I'm not going to say it's not a real thing, but I think, yeah, again, it's, I think it's people are seeing things or again, they, it, what if, what if there is a, uh, just a, a chonky boy, right? Deer that's just mating with all these other deer. And it's just like, you know, you get some fat ass deer, you know, maybe, maybe that's what's going on. I don't know. I don't know. Um, if you have seen the ghost deer though, and you, you, and I'm, and I'm wrong, please let me know. Uh, I just have never heard of I think most of these cryptids I'm, probably going to be very um i'm not going to hear much about them now there might be we might stumble across bigfoot i don't know ghost deer though i'm putting a, a, a seal on this that i think it's a mistaken identity or a chunky boy mating with other deers and that's what what that's what's going on now okay so here's the thing though too right and then, and then we'll move on right is shooting at it right like i okay yeah you know like okay so quick side note right so if this was like if okay so if uh what is this um what mountain is this mount eddie right if mount eddie was packed full of paranormal supernatural things going on there i might believe that a little bit more and here's the reason why okay so i i want to bring up skinwalker ranch so skinwalker ranch right um if you've read the book you'll know what i'm talking about if you haven't go check it out great book it talks about when uh nids uh, came there and did all their stuff before um, the TV show or that billionaire bought it. Nevertheless, right? So the family that bought that bought that farm, right? They uh, they bought it, and at the day that they moved in, um, a deer or <laughs> deer, a uh, they they put their cattle in in their pens, right? And then they see in the distance a wolf. And the wolf comes trotting up to one of the pens and like grabs one of the cattle, right? And starts like shaking it, trying to get it out. Uh, I believe it was the father and the son go inside, grab some firearms, start shooting at it. Chunks of the wolf like get, you know, get taken out of the wolf, right? Doesn't doesn't face the wolf at all. Um, if there is something like that, right, if going on here. I would maybe believe it. it the, the the theories behind it, like the the wolf was a skinwalker, yada yada. Um, they chase after it, they leave, they lose it, the tracks disappear, whatever. But what I'm getting at is if uh, Mount Eddie, is it? Yeah, Mount Eddie. If Mount Eddie, if it were to said in here like Mount Eddie is notorious for paranormal and supernatural stuff, then I might believe this. I might I might even go towards skinwalker, but. Ghost deer? No, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. Uh, but we're moving on. Oh, I, I, I this is gonna be. I, I want to say Cadaborosaurus. That's what I think it says. Cadborosaurus. Yeah, C A D B O R, 
O-S-A-U-R-U-S. Cadborosaurus. The Loch Ness Monster has an American cut. Ah, okay. Saying, mm-hmm, see, the fucking sturgeon. Okay, the um, thought to live in the waters off the Pacific Northwest has been sighted as far south as San Francisco. Compi- by compiling data from the multiple sightings, cryptozoologists have determined that the creature is within 5 to 15 meters long. It can swim up to 40 knots at surface depths with a serpentine body and a very long neck. In other words, it's a sea serpent. Um, Caddy, as has been nicknamed, is most commonly seen in the colder months of October and April. It tends to keep away from boats and ships and does not seem to be dangerous. Just big. So again... This brings up the whole mistaken identity, that, that sturgeon. That sturgeon, you know what? Let me, um, let me, uh, northern, I gotta learn how to spell northern sturgeon. There we go. All right. Uh, I'm looking up the northern sturgeon right now. Um, okay. Uh, first, uh, is the common name or 20 27 species of fish belong to the family whatever the earliest sturgeon fossils date back okay don't really don't care about that um what i'm what i'm trying to find right is the canadian encyclopedia um this study aims to okay so okay um i'm trying to find either a video or okay so the biggest sturgeons caught on camera um if you were to type that in the the first picture right um oh, let me see i'm gonna actually click on the video let me see where it um yeah so it's on youtube the biggest the top three biggest sturgeons caught on camera if you do that and you look at the, if you look at the, ooh, this is actually the one. This is the, the actual video, right? Monster fish, uh, those two dots, I think they're called a semicolon. Uh, living dinosaur sturgeon weighs 600 pounds caught in British Columbia. So Canada, right? Um, if you were to type that into YouTube, you're going to get this picture. I truly believe this is what people are seeing, right? This thing is huge, right? And if you were to see this swimming, you would think it's a dinosaur or you think it's Nessie. It is, it is ginormous, right? Um, so again, go ahead. If you were to, again, type this into, in, into your YouTube monster fish, huge living dinosaur, sturgeon, weighing 600 pounds, caught in British Columbia. All right, type that into Google. You'll see what I'm talking about. And then we'll be a little bit on the same page with this whole mistaken identity thing. Because that thing is, anywhere, I would say it's pretty close to anywhere from five to 15 meters long, right? Now, again, if people aren't right next to, right next to this thing, um, you know, observing it, that's, I think that's why there's that variation between five and 15. Um, so what do I think about this one? I think this one is also a, uh, 
a case of mistaken identity, right? All right, we are going to go. That was number eight. We're going to go on to number seven. Uh, Tahoe Tessie. Never heard of this one either. Another watery dwelling cryptid. Tahoe Tessie is thought to live in Lake Tahoe and is absolutely enormous. Said to be over 80 feet long and covered in jet black scales. The creature could very could uh, be very frightening indeed. Stories don't generally have Tessie being very mean to her human neighbors, though. She's well-loved by the locals and has become the mascot uh, for the town. Tessie is on the logo of many Tahoe local businesses and have been in a cartoon character. Sightings are quite common, and she is still seen multiple times every year. Theories that Tessie is a dinosaur have been discredited by cryptozoologist experts today. Most people agree Tessie is a gigantic sturgeon or possibly a freshwater eel. So, okay, this is what I'm getting at. Now, they're, they're even saying this is a gigantic sturgeon, right? So what's to say that the, the um, what is it? The, I just read it, the Ketaborosaurus, is not also a sturgeon, right? Um, saltwater, obviously. Uh, this is freshwater. So these last two, I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to believe that this that they're real, but I don't know. What do you? What do you as the audience members? Do you have you seen one before? Am I wrong? Is it really a thing? Because people say they see it multiple times a year. I would like to actually see. Let me see if I can, uh, let me see if there's any pictures online of T-A-H-E-O-O-E, Tessie, Tahoe Tessie. All right, let me see, because I'm really, I'm really curious to see images of this thing. Okay, yeah, see, there's, there's no pictures of it, right? Um... Just a lot of local stuff. All right, let me see if there's any news articles on Tahoe or Tahoe Tessie. There's something out there. Um, let's see the stories of Tahoe's original monster. Okay, so here's a uh, here's a a news looks like a newsreel of Tahoe Tessie. Um, exploring Tahoe's depths. So it looks like in this video, I, the video's not on. I'm just kind of, you know, looking at what it is. So it's a newscaster who's on a boat. Looks like they're going to put something in the water to actually see if they can see if there is any monster out there. Um, I might, I might watch it after this. Um, but I, I just, I feel like if okay, here's the thing too with um, these these creatures, right? And I feel like if something like this were to actually be found, right, that the news would be covering it. Um, it's, it's almost like the UFO things that are going on right now where <clears throat> they're, they're huge in the news right now. And everyone's covering them. Like, even Congress has, has had a few talks about them, right? So I feel like if this is actually true or someone were to spot it or someone actually have evidence of it, it would be a little bit more well-known, right? So I don't know. I'll dig a little bit more into these last two um, off air, see what I can find. I might throw some stuff up on the Instagram if uh, maybe some links, some, you know, maybe some pictures of what people have found. 
Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll see from there. This next one though, number six, we've talked about it before. And I think it was with, uh, I think it was with Seth and Cody, I believe the Fresno aliens. Now these creatures are weird. And I, I'll, if you didn't listen to the episode where we covered it, I'll kind of give some, uh, uh, some ideas of what they are, because I think it was, uh, I think it was Cody who said it. And I, I, I do agree with him because I didn't even think about this before, but if you're unaware of what the Fresno aliens are and you're listening to this in California, you're doing something wrong with your life, right? Cause these things are famous there. So the Fresno alien also called the night crawlers, the Fresno night crawlers is only seen infrequently. All right. It's a short humanoid creature about four feet tall and appears to have no arms. Uh, some say it is in fact wearing a robe or other clothing, which might point towards it not being a cryptid at all, but an extraterrestrial or paranormal entity. They do. They it, it does look like they're wearing this like these white, um, not bathrobe, but it's you know if you've ever seen those videos where uh, people are like in those inflatable suits and their legs are just like weird looking and they're like they're bobbing up and down and they're just doing weird things with their bodies. That's kind of like what the Fresno Nightcrawlers kind of kind of remind me of just with no arms. They almost look like Among Us without the backpack. That's the best way I can describe it. Um, just just white. Right. Um, so both sightings of the Nightcrawlers were on video, including a security camera footage of the creature walking through a yard. The owner of the house was awoken by the frantic barking of his dogs, went outside to investigate and found nothing. In the morning, he reviewed the recording and then the legend and the legend of the Fresno alien was born. Now, see, I feel like there was I feel like before that video, there was another one where there was, I think, three beans um, walking along a path. Uh, Fresno Nights Crawler video all right let's see what pulls up um just go to videos so so yeah there's a couple of different videos you can take a look at um the one that i'm referring to let's see so the one all right where you can find the video of the one that I'm referring to, because this is the first time that I had seen it. Um, hey, come on, go away. Okay, got it. Okay. Um, geez. Okay, so if you type in analyzing footage of Fresno Nightcrawler, is it real? Episode two. Shout out to you guys. I have no idea who they are, but there's a video of them. Uh, of the night crawlers. This is the video that I am referring to because this is the one that I had seen uh, way back when. Uh, and it, it, I'm, I'll describe what I'm looking at right now, just in case you don't have the uh, the interwebs or you're driving in your car, whatever. Um, so it yeah, is a, like a wooden path, right? Or a wooden path. It's, it's like a dirt road, right? And there's a super tall Fresno night crawler looking thing. And there's like a little miniature one. Um, and from what it looks like, right. It, it, it almost looks like, and I believe this is what Cody had said. It almost looks like a prop. Now in California, you got a lot of special effects. You have people coming out there, you know, trying to pursue a career in television, movies, whatever it is. 
And what if this was somebody's project? What if this was somebody's, uh, you know, like they didn't tell anybody about it, but they might've known someone who's like, oh, they got, you know, they got a security camera down this road, whatever you have people, you know, whatever. And then they put their prop right there to make it like, maybe they're trying to, you know, do an alien sci-fi, you know, creature effect. And this is what the result of it is. It is pretty, um, I don't know how they would do it though. That's, that's the only thing is that it, especially with two of them, there, there are shadows. So it doesn't look like it could be CGI or anything. Um, I, I just, I, I don't know how one could go about doing this without like wires and I mean, okay. So, you know, the, the monkeys on the, the stilts that like the, you know, circus people will, train monkeys or you know better yet the um what painters will use right um they'll they'll strap like stilts to their feet and then walk around i'm talking about the ones with the actual like handles that people use it looks like possibly someone could do something like that where they get in this with stilts on because they are quite tall right uh and just the way that they move is i think the weirdest thing they they don't move i'm I'm watching it and it's the way that they move is they i don't know like it's like their legs buckle at the knees like both in and out um it's really weird but then there's two of them so i i don't know like I, you wouldn't need stilts for the other one and they don't like they don't normal it's not like they they're bobbing up and down walking down the street type thing like is, there's no bend in the legs it's almost like if you were to just you know make a make a peace sign with your fingers right and then put your your index finger and your middle finger directly on a surface and then just just not like you just kind of like move them like just kind of like don't bend your don't bend your knuckles or anything like that but and then just move move your fingers forward. Right. And like, you're, you're like, they're, they're walking, right. They're, they they kind of sway right. And then left. And, you know, that's what they're kind of doing. I don't know. I think uh, Seth had brought up like, what if they, what if they really are aliens? And like, this is, you know, they're, they're collecting stuff. I, maybe I, that was me. I don't know. But we had talked about this before on, on that is effing weird. And you know, I would I would maybe chalk it up to maybe it's just someone who has really good special effects, you know, that they've um, they've been working on to get this. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but if you you as the audience member, if you know or if you have pictures. Right. Uh, and I would love to see a Fresno Nightcrawler a little bit more detailed and maybe a little bit more up close. Um but yeah, we'll move on. We'll move on to number five, which is the cactus cat. Again, have not heard of this one. The cactus cat, a cowboy legend, but perhaps with a grain of truth. Well, that's kind of interesting. All right. The cactus cat is said to resemble a common house cat with a few differences. It is a little bit bigger than the typical cat, standing about two feet tall at the shoulders. Well, I mean, if you were to see my cat boots, he, he stands about that about that tall when he's on his hind legs he's a chunky guy uh it survives off cactus sap slicing the plant open with its sharp claws uh and it's covered in spikes like a porcupine the tale goes into assuming detail about 
the de- uh, the cactus cat becoming drunk off fermented cactus juice, uh, staggering around in, a, in an alcoholic stupor. The creature has not been spotted in years and is unclear if it has ever uh, been, seen, uh, been seen in the first place. Just watch yourself if you come across any stray cats in the desert. Maybe wear goggles. Uh, see, let's see this one. I bobcats. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's bobcats. Bobcats in Cal. Bobcats in California. Uh, yeah. See, there are bobcats. Bobcat. <laughs> Disregard. That's bobcat company. <laughs> uh, bobcats are native species in California. Hey, there we go. Um, they fill an important niche in the ecosystem and contribute to healthy biodiversity throughout the state. Presently, the statewide population is estimated between 70,000 and 100,000 bobcats. All right, so here we go. All right, so this is uh, another thing where I feel like maybe, okay, two feet tall. All right, let's look at how how big is a bob. Cat. Now, the reason why I'm asking so many questions is, again, I've never been to California, and I'm not from there. I don't, uh, I don't know much about California, and so this is good. This is good. We're learning too. So, if you're from California and you don't know uh, much about it, or you know you're from a different part of the state, I'm, I'm giving you some reference, right? Okay, we got a great, got a great picture here. Uh, this is okay. I think we solved it. I think we solved it, everybody. All right, so the I'm gonna I might post this picture. You know what? I'm gonna save it right now. Save image as um here we go. Just toss it in here. There you go. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna toss this picture up into the um that stuff and weird Instagram page so you can see that we debunked it right here, right now on that stuff and weird. The domestic cat. Right, it has it has everything. It has a, a human sitting at six feet, not well, standing at six feet tall. Right, the next one after that is your domestic cat, which is two feet. Right, the one right next to that, when you guess, bobcat, three feet. So boom, I think we I think we solved it right there. I think what think this old cowboy tale, right, bang, 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 is really just people have seen a bobcat, right. I mean, like, I think you could be able, I think you'd be able to tell the difference between the two, but if this is a cowboy, you know, back in the day, I don't know, maybe they didn't know what was native to the Cal- the surrounding areas, right? Next to that, you have mountain lion, which is anywhere from seven to eight feet, which I don't think it was a mountain lion. I really do think it was probably just a bobcat. So uh, I think we solved this one. I think it was just, a, I, don't, I don't think there is any cactus cat. Um... I think it's just a bob cat to be specific, right? Now, the the only thing that would maybe make me, uh, I don't know. Wait, well, let's you know, let's let's do let's do another little. All right, what do all right? Oh, let, let's do this. Do bob cats? Uh, bob cats are carnivorous. Carnivorous. Eating. Yeah. <laughs> it's because let, let me try. Let me get some water carnivorous no i can't say it our animals that primarily are solely eat meat while omnivores well we know that 
Oh no, wait, this is saying okay, bobcats. Yeah, okay, yes, they do. Uh, bobcats are large, strong, and faster than even the biggest cats, like a Maine Coon. They often catch stray cats out oh, from the backyard. Avoid leaving your cat. Oh, this is <laughs> okay. And the article I was reading was uh, do bobcats eat cats? All right. Um, let's see here. Cactus. I'm not. I see a cat eating cactus, but it doesn't look like a bobcat. They're scavengers, so it's possible. Like I think maybe in a pinch. I think like most. Like shit, I saw a seagull eating a squirrel. Not personally, but I saw it. You know, on the good reddits where, uh, you know, just yeah, it was just a seagull just <laughs> just swallowing a squirrel. If I come across it, I don't want to, but I'll I'll see if I can post that on on, on Instagram too. Uh, the two pictures that you guys need to keep your eyes out for is the seagull eating a squirrel, and um, the bobcat scale. So I think I think we can chalk this one up as bobcats. I think they're you know they they eat meat and they scavenge for food. I think in a pinch, possibly bobcat could eat some cactus you know if it's super hungry i think it's gonna have diarrhea afterwards um but yeah i think i think we figured out i think we figured out this one there is no cactus cat it's just a just a good old bobcat um all right going on to the next one oh i'm a poem hog bear hi i'm a poom i'm a poom hog bear now, I want to see before before we get into this one and read anything about it. I want to see a picture of this. I'm really interested. I'd, like I said, I haven't seen gigantic bear like beast. Okay, that's what it translates to. Uh, interesting. Okay, so it looks kind of like a yeah, kind of looks like a hog and a bear mixed mixed uh mixed together. Not not so much like man bear pig, uh, from South Park, but. Grizzly boar was a mis okay. This is I I don't know it. Gorilla hog bear. I think it's a lot of people just kind of mixing animals together. It really doesn't give a a good. The only good one or the one that I, I'd see is maybe kind of a oh backpacker. Okay, so this is okay. The picture is from the article. Okay, um, yeah, I don't know. I think this is just a maybe back in the day. Let's read a little bit about it. Right, described. In the classic cryptozoology text, fearsome creatures of the lumber woods uh, is thought to reside in Northern California. The bear takes its name from the Native American word for its home and for its preferred diet. So the hum bear just loves pork. All right. So, okay. So in, in other, in other words, it's not necessarily that it looks any different than a bear. But it's a bear that just likes eating pork. So a, a bear that just eats figs. Uh, according to Lumberjack Tales, the beast would creep up, creep around pig farms, keeping out of sight most years around Christmas time when the pigs are at their fattest, the bear would strike. Well, obviously, finding prey so plentiful and easy, the creature took just one bite from each hog enraging the pig farmers to no end 
A survey uh, captured a bear cub in the 1800s and actually presented it to the National Zoo, claiming it was a member of this new species. The story was uh, discredited, and it appears that the cub was an ordinary black bear. See, like, I, California, you disappoint me with these cryptids. I feel like a lot of them are just like normal animals. Now, I'm, I'm not hating on you guys by any means. Don't get me wrong. I just feel like this this list that has been put together is just mistaken identities on a lot of animals and this is clearly just a bear that likes pigs right now if this is in the 1800s right that was 200 years 200 plus some years ago were bears bigger back then uh let's let's find that out were bears bigger in the in the 1800s i'm doing i'm doing i'm doing my research right in front of you guys um let's see here uh the grizzly is not only okay i'm just looking for a simple yes or no there's a grizzly bears in the united states were viciously sought out and killed yeah that makes sense um i don't it uh, the brown bear is a larger species i don't think i've seen only bear market during the 1800 occurred between okay uh bear market it's just not a lot it doesn't really say if they were bigger or not it's just given a lot of like bear history as far as you know bear markets things like that um i don't i don't want to say that bears were bigger back in the day again i'll have to do a little bit more research uh into this almost like the um the catabosaurus but i don't think that bears were any bigger back in the day i think this was just a pack of bears or you know maybe they were just hanging out in northern uh california where there's pig farms and just it even says that they were just munching on pigs during christmas which makes sense i mean if if you're if you're an animal and there's a food source you're not going to go somewhere else you're going to stick around and you're going to just eat what's there uh, it's easy food, right? It's like the trash cats around here. They're not going to go wander around a couple of miles down the road. They're going to stay near the trash, trash cats, right? They're like, they like eating stuff because it's easy, right? They find food in there. And I think the same thing is happening right here. Not necessarily eating trash, but it's a pig farm. Essentially the, the farm, you know, the farm is the trash and the, the cats or the pigs are the, the bears are the cats. What I'm getting at, right? Is again, is I, I just think it's just an animal. It's just an animal. It's just, they just gave, it's not a new species by any means. I don't know why anyone would think that uh, unless there was a distinct feature on this bear, which it doesn't say, it doesn't say like it had horns. It doesn't say that it had like a flared out neck. It doesn't say that it had like human hands. It didn't say like it was hog shaped by any means. It was just a bear that liked pig. I think we're disproving, I think, or I think we're, you know, we're solving a lot of these issues or not issues, but the, we're solving a lot of these cryptids right now uh, for California. Now, again, if you're from California and you're listening to this and you have any, any pictures, any stories, anything like that, about any of the stuff that I've covered so far, I want to hear about it. I want to see pictures. I want to hear stories. I want to hear all of this stuff. Because again, I, I, I've said this before, even about like aliens too, is that um, when people are like, you know, Bigfoot, for instance, I've said this too, where that I, I don't want to discredit people, especially like hunters and people who are, you know, out in the wild all the time. And then they see something 
and it's not what they um it's not what they normally come across i don't want to like say like ah no you were it was just a normal bear right so there there is that aspect of it too right but you know again if if you have any uh, any any information about any of this stuff send it in i'm i'm curious i'm i'm really uh the the cryptid the cryptid feelers are going on in my in my old nugget right now so i want to i want to want to get a little bit more so we'll go on to uh number 3 which is the dark watchers of california ooh this is a uh, again i'm going to look up a a picture of these before we start getting into getting into it cuz i'm a uh, Ooh, ooh, those are kind of ooh, those are creepy. So what it reminds me of is um, what were the um, what were the uh, like the witch doctors? I think they're witch doctors, right? Let me see, witch doctor, uh, with beak, with beak. Yeah. So if you uh the what is it yeah so the witch doctors with the with the beak right it almost looks like a crow's crow's head with like those steampunk glass type thing right that's what these um that's what these look like the uh the dark watchers of california or what people have made them out to to be oh i'm really interested in this this is kind of oh oh okay let me let me read a little bit about these because i want to see like what they're about what they're a little bit maybe there's a maybe there's a, some something spooky about them all right so in the remote unspoiled region of big sir as you are strange beings stand guard over the years many people have reported seeing impossibly tall humanoid shapes standing along the ridge and peaks of the mountains they have been spoken of by the Native Americans and have been the subject of many po- of many, of much poetry, art, and writing. John Steinbeck actually wrote about the Dark Watchers in one of his later works, the short story Flight. All of the reports, they simply stand and stare off into the distance. If approached, they silently, silently disappear. No one has gotten close to one of these creatures to describe them in much more detail. Maybe that's why the they capture our imagination. So, ooh, okay. So now, okay, I have I have a theory on this, right? So the Dark Watchers, very very interesting, right? Um, maybe this area, right? Um, unspoiled region. What is so? What's the spoiled region? Hmm. Well, I, w- whatever it is, um, I like, again, almost like going back to the, uh, Skinwalker Ranch, I feel like there's just some hot spots, you know, in, in, in this world that we live in that are just, you know, paranormal type stuff. And maybe this is just like a doorway gateway, this area for these dark watchers, whatever they may be, these beings, interdimensional beings, whatever they are, uh, to come and observe right um but here's 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 the thing though right with these these urban legends and these things and it's almost like crop circles and i think i think you might know where i'm going with this right now is that if people know about this they'll go and they'll mimic it and then they'll you know they'll 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 start the like the you know 
oh i saw and, and not them but like they'll go stand there with a group of friends and like dark cloaks whatever and then pretend to be these dark watchers and then people will be like ah, i saw the dark watchers right same thing with like the uh, the crop circles it's the crop circles can be made there's been documentaries about it of people going out there with rope and plywood right and creating these crop circles so what i'm getting at is maybe yeah I, you know what let me see dark watchers of california let me see in the search um if there's been any well there's dark watchers have been spooking california hikers for centuries shy figures and hats and cloaks have haunted the California coast for more than 300 years what are they ah this is actually something i really want to find out or look a little bit more into because it'd be interesting to see if you know like the the areas off limits um if this area is patrolled you know like whatever if this area like maybe this area you can't, you can't even get to by foot so that would add a little bit more um weight to this is if um these these beans or whatever where they're located you couldn't get to or if it was on a cliff right now it does have unspoiled region i'm gonna oh close uh appalachian trail huh is that what that is that what that means huh okay well nevertheless right the i think it would be interesting to find out again to do a little bit more research into this and find out exactly where a big let me look up the area of big Sor, sor, big sor. Um, the area that covers about 150 kilometers of the California coast and the towering mountains. I'm not gonna lie, it doesn't look like you can get into this area. Let me, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do a little bit of maps. I'm gonna bring up the old maps. I'm not gonna get directions to it because that would be hella far away. Okay. It looks like it's in a national forest. Uh-huh. Looks like there is a highway, highway one, it looks like, that travels that whole entire coastline. Right? And... There are a few roads, John Little State National Reserve. Oh, that looks kind of creepy. The California offices of historic administers federally and state mandated historic preservation programs to further. What is this place? Well, I can't look at them. I can't look at pictures of this place. Why not? Um whatever i'm gonna do some more digging in there i'm just wasting time right now i'm gonna do some more research into this area because it looks like a this, this is not an area that you can just kind of like waltz into and i think anyone from california and they I, they hear the word national forest because you know having lived in alaska and everything like that and if you were to say national forest and you were to like you know point to something muskag right 
good luck getting through muskag just to pull a prank and then i you have the the moose and the deer and the not the deer but the the bears and everything like that that are going to be you know giving you a hard time too when you're trying to just pull a prank so if this is an area and if you're if you're from california and like and you're like hey no this this is not a like a simple prank that someone could pull off let me know all right because again maybe you could but in this specific area, I didn't get to do an actual topographical view of the area, but I'd like to. Uh, it looks like there is something. It looks like there's like a uh, like an eatery or like someplace that you could visit within that area. Um, but again, let me let me know, because if you know a little bit more about this, I'm going to look into it. But yeah, um, we'll go on to number two, Central American. Who? Wintozer? Wintozer? W-H-I-N-T-O-S-S-E-R. Central American Wintozer. Let's read about it. First mentioned in a lumberjack tale uh, encountered in fearsome creatures of the lumber woods, the Central American Wintozer has been known to journey as far north as California. First off, let me... T what, what does this thing even look like? If it's another bear, I'm going to be mad because I got we got one more that we're going to cover. And if if well, what is this? What the fuck? <laughs> no way. No way. This is a, get the fuck out of here. OK, I'm going to describe <laughs> I'm going to describe to you what I'm looking at. Um, It is. The best way I can describe it is if you if you put a boar, a bear, and like a a wolf into the machine from the movie The Fly and then zapped it to the other pod. It is like three creatures melted into one. I'm so glad I looked this up. This is this. Oh, I might be posting a lot of stuff on Instagram today. You know, I'm going to save this picture too. Uh, so you guys know what picture I'm, <laughs> what picture I'm refer referring to. Um, I I'm going to have to listen back to see what pictures I was supposed to post, but it was the, I know, I know for a fact it was the cat one. Oh, it was the seagull eating the squirrel. And then this fucking thing, this thing is atrocious, right? Uh, and no one uses that word anymore. So uh, the cryptid is thought to live in packs. I don't know how this thing could live in packs. I've never even heard of this thing. I've never, what, a packs? Okay, the cryptid is thought to live in packs and has a triangular body uh, with a short tail. The most notable feature of its beast is its 10 legs. Hell yeah. All limbs sprout out of the creature's body at every angle, allowing it to quickly run through any terrain. Now that's pretty badass, right? So if you had the bottom legs that are like, you know, like getting after that fucking ground and then it like there's a small little crevice or whatever. And then the, the top legs like grab the thing and they're like, and like throw you, you know, like, you know, like make you go faster, right? Right through everything. That's actually really, that's really cool. Um, it can even use its sharp claws to walk upside down or on walls. Now that is like something out of a fucking nightmare. The windhoser, I, I think I'm butchering the name too. The windhoser uh, is said to be very aggressive and best avoided. I 
I would shit my pants if I saw this thing. Honestly, like I, California, you got a good cryptid right here. I take back everything I fucking said. I'm a, I'm a doucher for, you know, hating on your guys' cryptids, but this one, this one is cool. If I ever, uh, if I ever get the chance to go out to uh, California, I'm hoping it says in here where they're, where like where they're located. But according to the lumberjacks, the best way to take down a wind toaster is by trapping it in a pipe or a chimney. The beast will try to walk in every direction at once, and it tears itself apart. Oh, wow, that was a good one. But again, it doesn't say where it's native to. It doesn't say where it's bought, like where where you can find this thing. Ah, let's see here. I want to see real quick, just real quick, just based on the search of this thing. Uh, any other information on it? Is an aggressive, fearsome critter. Yep, yep, yep. The American late 19th and 20th centuries, a creature lives in the coast ranges of California in the region of is is Themas is is Themas is is mus. i think that's how you say that um oh that's really cool in 1920 the wisdom tozer was allegedly uh cited by the kitchen gang in new jersey's munichi swamp hudson country who tried to kill it using a sponge i don't know if i believe that but that is that is a creature right there. That is, they see that now when I was, when I was going to go over this, I thought this, these were going to be the cryptids that we were going to, you know, encounter more things like this. Um, California, I tip my hats to you. That is a good cryptid. I like that one. I'm going to have to do a little bit more research that, that uh, I really do like that cryptid a lot. That was a good one. And then number one, wouldn't you guess it? I'll give you three seconds to uh, to guess what this one is. Yep, you guessed it, Bigfoot, right? We've covered it before on the show. We've mentioned it many of times. Um, I don't even know if I really have to even go over it. Um, I will read the conclusion of this article, though. Uh, as a large state with a great a deal of history and wilderness, it is only nature. It is only natural that cryptids would have a place. In the lure of California, some of these creatures are undoubtedly pure fabrication, but equally sure is that some are real. Keep an eye out in your wilderness adventures, and who knows, you might make a friend or at least come back with a story to tell. And that leads me off into what I'm going to tell you guys. If by any chance you guys have seen any of these creatures or have heard of them, I said it before, I would like to hear about it right shoot us a comment in the uh the comments obviously or even the the email we have email right we're we're old school we use that uh it's pod info 2022 at gmail.com that's pretty cool right we didn't have a name when we first came up with the podcast so we just we put the year that we uh established right and just pod info is very generic but my conclusions on all or my uh my th final thoughts really on all of these cryptids uh, from California, I would have to agree with the article. They are very, uh, some of them I could see more than others. Uh, like I had said before, I think some of them are mistaken identity. Uh, but uh, ne nevertheless, I think a good cryptid is always, it's always fun to go out there uh, when you're on a hike or, you know, just, you know, just, you're just outside and, you know, loving life and you just come across this and then it does happen, right? 
So, you know, uh, what I will say is uh, before we sign off, as I was like, you know, you, you know, what would be cool, right? Is if we get back into film cameras, I've, I've recently purchased a film camera. I'm going to get a little bit more into it. And I think you should too. Right. And then we could share each other's film pictures uh, uh, online. I know it's, it's, why would you, why would you do it like that? Because it, why wouldn't you just do digital right because film is cool right it, it's a lost it's a it's like a lost thing you only got you, you really can't uh can't fuck it up because you can't you can't see if you got you got the picture or not right i guess that's a good thing about digital being digital and everything like that but i think everyone should go back to film right so carry a film camera out there you know those disposable shit ones that you can get from like walgreens for like 10 bucks grab one of those you know take some pictures out there of what cryptids you might find or some aliens in the sky whatever it is and uh, send them our way because I would love to. Uh, I'd love to see them, and we'd love to post them so everyone can see that. But California, hey, thank you especially for all the listens lately. We really appreciate it. All your support out there. You, as the honest member across the world too, and the UK. You know what? I, I will say this: we have a lot of listeners in the UK, and we. I, I have done a, an episode specifically for the UK before, and uh, I might do it again. In Ireland, you're not too far behind. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's about all we got for today. And you know the saying, let's all say it together. One, two, three. We don't want stuff that's normal. We want stuff that's effing weird.